Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I recently reported uh, that everybody should be thankful for the sun sphere because there's some different options for what it could have been. Um, this golden globe in the sky could have been silver. It could have been made of concrete. could have been something else entirely. But for a second, let's imagine that there was no sun sphere at all. I think it's safe to say that the sun sphere is sort of the undisputed icon of Knoxville. Um, but if it wasn't here, it, it makes me wonder what exactly would be the icon of the scruffy city. I mean, if you look over in Memphis, they have the the weird pyramid thing. I guess, you know, Nashville has Broadway as a whole, and there's a couple notable structures that you can make an argument for. But really, Knoxville has focused so much on the sun sphere that I think this is going to be an interesting conversation to think about what are some of the other notable icons of our city. And so before we get started, I should just go around and introduce everybody. I'm Ryan Willis, Urban Life Writer at Knox News. Brenna McDermott, Growth and Development Editor at Knox News. And visual journalist Calvin Mattis. The Scruffy Stuff is brought to you by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit KnoxNews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. I guess I sort of spoke for everybody else here when I said that the Sun Sphere is the undisputed icon of Knoxville. I mean, I, I think that's safe to say, but I'm curious, do y'all agree with that? I think so. You see the Sun Sphere on pretty much anything connected to Knoxville. Even though it's divisive, right? I mean, it's still, it's you're just, you're just nodding your head at me. But, I agree. <laughs> okay, there but then at the same time, like we had a whole discussion once on the podcast, is the Sun Sphere a good look for Knoxville? And... The answers were kind of all over the place, but I think it, it ultimately is. Also, it's the 40th anniversary of the World's Fair. Let's just play nice and say the sensor is a good thing um, for now. Anyways, uh, but let's say also that it didn't exist. Uh, what would be the icon of Knoxville? If you're fine with that, I'm going to kick it off. I think um, the first answer that came to mind was uh, Neyland Stadium. I've seen some different rankings for exactly where it falls on the list of biggest stadiums in the world. It's definitely in the top 10, and I'm pretty sure this is if you do not count racetracks. We're talking about sports stadiums. Sorry, NASCAR fans are not including NASCAR as a sport. But if you're talking about football, baseball, stadiums, arenas, this is in the top 10 with 102,455 people that can fit inside there. And it's SEC football. You go there on a Saturday, it is just an iconic place to watch a football game you know you're inside there and you see the checkerboard patterns if they decide to checker kneel in you see the checkerboard end zones you can hear the sounds from game day you know coming out of the stadium if you're walking along the river in downtown knoxville it is is something that everybody in knoxville can can rally around and i think that's what makes a good icon right it's something that's universal uh universally loved and um i think it's iconic in its structure too i mean i think you look at it from the outside it is clear to anybody who knows anything about sec football that is neyland stadium 
And um, it just is so huge there. Just on the river, too, its location. I think that is you know the number one icon that comes to mind uh, for me, aside from the sun sphere. Iconic, but displeasing to the eye. You don't think it looks looks good? No. Nah. No? Nah? Well, then you're really not going to like my next one that I have <laughs> on the list. Um, I, I think one thing, it, perhaps if it was not located in such a prominent spot, I wouldn't mention it either. I think it's like, you know, when you look at the the skyline, the sun sphere has, has, is so noticeable. Um, and the same thing, like if you look along the riverfront in Knoxville, the Neyland Stadium stands out. It's one of the only stadiums in, in the country. I think it's one of only two stadiums in the country, actually, for college football that you can access the stadium by boat. Uh, I think the other one is Washington. So that's just really cool, too. It's a spot there on the river, which is also an icon in itself, the Tennessee River running through downtown Knoxville with this stadium, um, you know, on the banks. I think it's just awesome. Although, Brenda might disagree. Well, I mean, you know, from far away, it does look pretty impressive. But then when you do get a little closer, it is a little rusty. And it's kind of like, you know, ooh, I don't know if, how structurally sound that is anymore. Same but, to be said for the sun sphere, though. But, you know, I... Go to the observation deck. Yeah, but I, I need to add to that because it, it's maybe it's not just the structure. It's like what the stadium means to to tennessee football fans because i come from wisconsin and lambeau field home of the green bay packers that is hallowed ground for for football fans of any kind and the same can be said for for a place like neyland stadium i mean i walk out there on that on that grass and you know i i i realize wow i'm walking on the same patch of grass that you know general neyland walked on so it it yeah a little displeasing to the eye, perhaps, but really, you know, the history and the and the, and the weightiness of that is, is something remarkable. I don't disagree with you, Calvin, but it ugly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so I have a little bit of a out of the box answer. I think it's not as well known as it should be in Knoxville. It's the Alex Haley statue in Morningside Park. Alex Haley is the author of Roots. He spent the last 14 years of his life in East Tennessee. Uh, this is the the statue of the man sitting with his book. He's like leaning on his knees. I think the inspiration was him like looking out onto the Smoky Mountains. It's a gorgeous statue. And I, I just think we don't talk about it enough. And... I love it. It's iconic. Yeah, I was going to say it's not. It's not one of those. It depends on how we're approaching this podcast. If it's like what should be the what is the icon? If not for the sun sphere, then I don't think this is on the list because, like you said, it's not something that a lot of people think about. But if we're saying what should be the icon, what should be talked about more, I'm with you. That is a really cool statue, and um, yeah, I, I think it's icon worthy. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people actually go and like sit on the lap of Alex Haley and take a photo and share it on social. It, it is something like recognizable. It's the same thing. Like people always take a selfie with the sun sphere. And actually, mine is right down the street from there. Um, the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, another weird orb that we have here in town. Um, I don't know if this is appropriate for the podcast, but that used to be a thing that Knoxville was known for its balls. I don't know if, if y'all know about that. That was like something that... What'd you say? Balls? Balls, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that was like a thing people used to say because we had the sun sphere and we had the globe. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, moving on. <laughs> Let me describe this one. Uh, it's 30 feet tall and weighing 10 tons. I mean, it's huge. It's, it's bigger than the house that I live in. And, you know, I think that's really remarkable, too, that Knoxville does have a whole entire museum honoring women's basketball from all different 
levels you know high school professional international and you know they're they're all here and um a beautiful building they actually have like one or two courts in there actually as well it's pretty cool that's um but yeah i I think that's uh you know a tourist draw um people do come from all over the place to 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 visit this and (laughs) i don't know how many times i've passed that basketball and (laughs) it's just so cool to me i'm gonna actually and i'm not one to uh admit i'm wrong ever but i'm gonna say you know what i i take back my answer if, if i'm gonna say neyland stadium I, I think that's a comes in second place to women's basketball hall of fame because if you think about college football there are so many college football towns around there if you think about women's basketball there's really only two programs that come to mind and that's tennessee and yukon and so um even though neyland stadium is is an icon you know as a structure and that it's something that you know definitely packs a lot more people on game days um that happens all over the country but women's basketball is something that's you know special to knoxville and we're talking about icons um you know not just something that looks cool but something that has meaning especially for the city that you're in um i'm with you i think women's basketball hall of fame deserves a spot above neyland stadium so and i um, think if you're a women's basketball fan no matter where you are in the world knoxville would be like top tier destination for you to to visit and and an icon of women's basketball that's pretty cool and i think we take that for granted yeah i know i got some uh heat last time for uh saying neyland and how ugly it was i'm probably not gonna do myself any favors by saying hotel knoxville is uh my other icon now (laughs) all right you're really gonna have to defend yourself on this one (laughs) now well look first of all look over at memphis i don't think their pyramid is is anything uh special what's it got a bass pro shops in it or something it's not it's not pleasing to look at neither is hotel knoxville but it definitely is a unique enough structure that i think um and i'm trying to picture if you're driving down interstate 40 if you can can you see you can see hotel knoxville you can kind of see it yeah it's one of those things that i feel like people are interested enough about that would associate i mean you're not there's two things i think if you drive by knoxville it's going to make you think of knoxville one's going to be the sun sphere because it's so such an odd structure and equally as odd um if not more odd is hotel knoxville just how out of place it looks so I think it could be icon status just for the fact that um it looks out of place it's funky it's um it's intriguing to people that don't know what's inside of it, including us, because we have not heard any new plans about what's going on in there. Last we heard was going to be um, a sort of retirement living, and those plans were scrapped. And so, um, you know, I think just structure alone, yeah, icon worthy. It's also right next to the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, so that whole area is kind of just weird and funky when it comes to architecture. But um, depending on what goes in there, maybe something cool goes in there. It could even elevate it to more of an icon status if they can do something you know interesting with that space completely on the same page i think about what they did with the old holiday inn on henley street and they transformed that into the marriott i mean they put some new siding on there and some new paint and everything it it really elevated that building to to something really really special and uh you know i think the same could be done here with hotel knoxville right now it's literally just a concrete slab so just a little tlc yeah, I mean, the shape is already there. Imagine you deck that thing out with some murals or just do something cool with it. Get like a cool, whether it's living in there or some sort of, you know, mixed use community going on in there. And that sort of becomes, you know, a place where people want to spend time. Plus, it's, you know, interesting to look at. I think I think it's icon worthy. It's definitely no Neyland Stadium, Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. But you can make an argument for it. And oh, I yes. bring it up. There are staunch defenders of Hotel Knoxville. Really? Yes. Anytime we write something about Hotel Knoxville, there are comments. I get emails. Hotel Knoxville is not ugly. I made the mistake of calling it 
Knoxville's ugliest structure in the story <laughs> one time, and I paid dearly for that. There are people who think it is, to your point, funky and cool and have really fond memories of of being there in their younger years. So Hotel Knoxville fans, we hear you. Yeah. We're listening. I think I think it was Calvin. Somebody on the podcast mentioned that you just expect like a monorail to be going through it, which is like <laughs> per, yeah. like the perfect. Like it looks like something at Epcot. I don't know. Um, it's funny. I actually got some um, feedback from somebody this week about me calling the uh, public library building ugly and how it's one of the finest pieces of architecture in downtown. So there I knew. Are, yeah, I knew that was going to come back I, to bite you. <laughs> I, I would. Yeah. Um, but still an icon nonetheless. All right. Brenna, I think you're up. We kind of lost track there. I think it's you. I want you to close your eyes okay. and imagine an oasis in the middle of Knoxville. There is a blue pool of water surrounded by tall cliffs and green trees as far as the eye can see. Now open your eyes. It's real. <laughs> it's Fort Dickerson Quarry in South <laughs> Knoxville. One of the most beautiful places in Knoxville. If you walk up to the quarry before you walk down to the water and you just take it in it is a breathtaking view literally feels like you're in the middle of a lush forest um in the middle of nowhere but you're just a few minutes from downtown it's also breathtaking in the sense that you're surrounded by people smoking marlboros and listening to nickelback but um, (laughs) there's that too that's part of the experience ryan why why uh why Fort Dickerson over Meads? Because I I would say even though Meads I think Fort Dickerson's nicer looking, Meads is part of Iams, which I think could you could argue as a, as an icon as a whole park. I thought about that. I think my decision again purely aesthetic. The overlook. I mean, the, the overlook yeah. is so beautiful, um, and I like the feeling of isolation you have when you're there. You feel like you could be you know in a different place experiencing right. the outdoors not close to downtown yeah i think an icon too i mean it's something that you that you can look at in a distance and and connect with and see in the same way that we said like neyland stadium from a distance you can see it you get up close kind of iffy same thing goes with the sun sphere I'm, I'm starting to realize that icons are just only icons from a distance and you get up close and they're not that cool because dickerson's the same way you look at it from a distance it does look iconic uh, you know when you get down there it's depends on who you are whether or not you have an enjoyable time but um, yeah, I think it's an icon. I, I think uh, Meads could be an icon too, but I get why you picked Dickerson. It's definitely it's definitely the prettier of the two. All right, I guess it's coming back to me. I, I don't know how to get out of that. We're talking about water, Gay Street Bridge that crosses a body of water. I guess. Um, yeah, I can't really think of another better, you know, downtown Knoxville landmark than the beautiful Gay Street Bridge. Uh, it's uh, completed in 1898, actually, and uh, 1,512 feet long and uh, just absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's it's it, it, has, it has those really, really nice lampposts and I think it's made of metal, um, just a lot of history there. Um, I think it's you know, a really good look for the city. And actually, I remember a long time ago when I moved here, people always talked about like the, like this great, like escape or whatever that happened at the turn of the century, um, of like a bank robbery or something like that. And I, I kind of heard this one before. (laughs) I kind of like did a little digging here online and I found some, some information. Some of you may have heard of kid Curry, Kind of like a old Western, like cowboy type kind of guy. Kind of Kid Cudi and Steph Curry, <laughs> kind of like that. Um, 
but yeah, he he was connected to like a string of like robberies, and he was actually in 1901 or 1902. I have <laughs> there's a lot of different information online. Yeah, what's your source on this? <laughs> Noxify.com. Sounds old. There's reliable. a lot of different little uh, <laughs> conflicting history accounts here, but um, this one says around 1902 he like broke out of jail, hurt two KPD Knoxville police officers got a horse and went like escaping over the gay street bridge. Um, and then like eventually later they caught him in Jefferson city, but <laughs> I, I've heard that, that story on a horse to <laughs> catch up with him. Yeah. I've heard that story. I don't know how much of that is true, but I, I, either way it's, you know, it's, it's very recognizable, beautiful bridge, a lot of history there. I think that, I think that is a good icon for, and that's part of the reason, right? It's got history. It's aesthetically pleasing. Um, and it's used like every day. It's not something it has function beyond just looking at it, which makes it kind of a cool icon too. that people, you know, experience it every day when they cross it um, from downtown to South Knoxville, the other way around. So and when you take a picture of it, you have actually two icons in the photo. You've got the bridge and the, the Tennessee River underneath it. And depending on your angles, Neyland Stadium. Ooh. So and the downtown Knoxville skyline. Yeah. With the city county building. Ooh. <laughs> So, yeah, I, Gay Street Bridge was one that I thought of. You stole it, but to be fair, I stole one of yours, and that's the Tennessee Theater. I know that's one you wanted to talk about, but hey. hey go for it, Ryan. Yeah, you know, move your feet, lose your seat, or something like that. Um, I uh, Tennessee Theater, a lot of the same reasons, right, that you, um, that you mentioned the Gay Street Bridge. It's got history. It's iconic. It's got a function. Um, and it's one of those things that is that you can pose with. You can't really pose next to Neyland Stadium and at least get the whole stadium in it. Even the uh, even the Sun Sphere is kind of difficult. It's so tall, and you have to get the right angles. Tennessee Theater is one of those where you can just take a shot down Gay Street, which Gay Street could be considered an icon too. But take a shot down Gay Street, see the Tennessee Theater, and um, and 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 it just stands out. It's got the beautiful you know lights. It's I've just noticed a lot of our structures are this like dark forest green color kind of the tennessee theater sign the stalk of the sun sphere and the gay street bridge are kind of all the same shade of green but it's, it's iconic and it lights up so it's an icon you can enjoy day or night that's one thing about the sun sphere you can't really see it at night it's also um, one thing about neyland stadium and so this is something that 24 7 365 you can you know appreciate it the only thing is we know here in Knoxville that the Tennessee Theater is a Knoxville thing. I wonder how many people from outside Knoxville think about that. Because I bet a lot of people probably think that's a Nashville thing. It's the state theater. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe people do know about the Tennessee Theater outside Knoxville. But that's the only thing that holds me up on that. But I, I think it's an icon. For the third episode in a row, I'm going to share a million dollar idea that anyone is free to steal. It's Three million dollars here if you just go back and listen to the... <laughs> Last three episodes. <laughs> Actually, the last two episodes were kind of the same idea. But anyway, if you ever want to pick up a little extra cash. Ooh, always. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, post up across, diagonally across from the Tennessee Theater, like by um, the vault and okay. Vita. Yeah. With a little sign that you will take people's pictures with the Tennessee Theater sign in the background for five bucks. And just put your Venmo on there. So people can Venmo you and take photos because that is the prime spot for people to stand to get the entire Tennessee Theater sign in the oh, background. The so. most Instagrammable spot in Knoxville. I don't know. It's still difficult though, but that's why you're. That's why we're, you have professionals do it. Like right. you're going to stand. Out that's there. right. Yeah. Um, you you just need a little sign and a camera. Well, people have their own phones. All you need is a sign. 
Ryan's nodding his head. He's thinking about it. Will I see you down there this weekend? <laughs> I don't know if you can make an argument for Bijou Theater. Same sort of thing. I think Bijou Theater, actually, you could possibly make an argument for it because of the marquee. Um, that is something that gets used sometimes. I think especially during COVID, people were able to like buy their own little messages to put up there. And so I saw a lot more pictures, actually, of the Tennessee Theater, or sorry, of the Bijou Theater than Tennessee Theater during mm-hmm. COVID because people were using that marquee. And that's kind of more iconic. It sort of has that old school look as opposed to like the digital um, you know, digital board that the Tennessee Theater has. So either one of those, I think, are, are worthy um, icons. Um, Brenda, you have one more? I am. I'm going outside again. Ooh, Knox high. County's highest point, but nobody ever talks about it. Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's, he's tall. All right, sorry. thought that was going to be funnier than it was. <laughs> um, it's House Mountain in East Knox County. Uh, features 5.8 miles of twisting trail, an overlook from the 2,100-foot crest with exceptional views of the parallel mountain ranges 30 miles away. I really enjoy House Mountain. It's a great alternative if you don't feel like driving to the Smokies. Uh, great bird watching there. And we're pretty flat. It's nice to have um, a peak to be proud of. Yeah. House Mountain. I've never been up there. Really? Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a bucket list item for me. Um, I've heard it's a pretty easy hike too, right? Am I, am I or moderate at least? Like it's not relative. It's, it's relative. 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 Yeah. Okay. I think if you take when you're going up and you turn left and you go that way up, that's more challenging. Mm. But if you take the right way, it's a little easier. So if that right makes way. any sense. No, but I, I'll explain it to me after the podcast because I do want to go up there. And to close it out, Calvin, the moment we've all been waiting for, what's your final answer? Dun, 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 dun. The JFG coffee sign uh, right there in the old city on top of JFG Flats. Um, they, I mean, that building, they used to roast coffee there. And I've heard from a lot of people that have been lifelong Knoxvillians or have lived here for a while that downtown used to smell like coffee in the days when they were roasting the coffee. But those days, sadly, are long gone. I wish I could have experienced that, man. Um, but the JFG coffee sign still stands and is still lit up. And there's another one on the south side of the river, uh, actually at the end of Gay Street. Um, and I think this it's just a really unique sign. You don't see you know, those old vintage signs as often anymore. And you, you do see it when you pass by on I-40 going east and it's just a really unique look. I really enjoy it, and I think a lot of people do as well. If you compare those two signs, I personally think the one over the Gay Street Bridge is more iconic. The problem is, is that it doesn't. I, we need to look into this. I've tried to reach out before to figure out who's responsible for keeping that maintenance on that because the lights are always out on it. Like if that was always lit up, I think that would be a candidate for perhaps the number one icon in Knoxville because you have the view of the whole city from there is lit up. It's very Instagram worthy. It has a lot to do with Knoxville because of the history of JFG here in the city. Um, the one on top of the building is really cool, but it's, you know, it's on top of a building like this one you can actually walk up to. It just sucks that it's always dark over there. Now at the top of this podcast, we asked the question, you know, what would be the definitive icon of not for the sun sphere in Knoxville. And, you know, we've listed, what, three each? We got a total of nine here. I don't, I don't think we can do this to our listeners. I don't think we can pick nine. That's not fair. They want an answer, or at least an answer from each one of us. So I say we take a quick break. Whenever we get back, we'll each share what we think is the most iconic 
structure, sign, whatever it is. Most iconic icon in the Scruffy City. Um, Stick with us. We'll be back in a second. Hi, I'm DeVarek Turner, trending news reporter here at Knox News. I share trending stories happening here in Knoxville, like alcohol-infused desserts and a recent scavenger hunt several business owners held for Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. To keep up with the work I'm doing, you can follow me on Twitter at dturner1208. Now back to the show. So just like Brenna said, close your eyes. I want you to picture a postcard of Knoxville. What's on the postcard? What comes to mind? What's the icon that that just says Knoxville to you? For me, it's the Gay Street Bridge and the Tennessee River flowing right underneath. That's what I think, if if there was no sunspear, I think that would be what captures the essence of Knoxville. Can I open my eyes? Yes. <laughs> okay. um, there is a postcard of Knoxville, isn't there? Isn't there like a mural, the postcard of, no- postcard of Knoxville over there on the side of Cabra? Does it have... Yes, Here's what it has yeah. on it. I'm going to pull that up here. I'm with you on the Gay Street Bridge, man. And honestly, that would probably be my number two if I had to pick a number two. Would, would you say it's above the Sun Sphere, though? No. No, no. the Sun Sphere so is number every day. Okay, I think Sun Sphere is number one for me, too. Um, but I'm going to go instead with the Tennessee Theater sign. Even though I made that argument against against it for the, you know, people might not realize that it's Knoxville. I think uh, it's the most Instagrammable spot. It's easier to take a photo than it is to take a photo with a sun sphere, in my opinion. It's something you can enjoy all times of day, like I said, day or night. It's just in the middle of the city. Um, and for that reason, and a few others, like, right? Like, you get the Tennessee Theater. It's just an awesome place to enjoy a show. Um, that's going to be my answer. Tennessee Theater. So, we got Gay Street Bridge, Tennessee Theater. Brenna, what do you got? I will continue the floating orbs theme of the sun sphere and say the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. It's a unique structure, very visible. Um, it's something that only Knoxville has and draws interest from all over the world. And it's just fun to have balls floating up in the air. I agree with that. What do you think, Knoxville listeners, Scruffy Stuff Nation? What are your thoughts on what the... <laughs> Scruffians? What are your thoughts on what the most iconic uh, structure icon is here? The most iconic icon in the city. Um is it the sun sphere? That's that's you know I think some people might disagree with us saying that's the the uh, the undisputed icon. Is it the sun sphere? Is it something else? Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Share your thoughts by joining the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. That's where you can become part of the downtown discussion. We usually drop the podcast in there so you can comment or just kick off the discussion yourself. And if you want to keep up with me or send me your thoughts, uh, give me a follow on Instagram. I am at Knox Scruff. And if you do not follow the podcast, what are you doing? Click that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you listen on, Spotify, Apple, we're, we're on all of them. And uh, make sure you get a notification every time a new episode drops, which will be on Monday. Um, but you don't want to just keep refreshing that page. Just just get those notifications. Make it a lot easier. And while you're at it, leave a review. Five stars if you could. And let us know what you like about the podcast. And as always, send us any ideas that you have for the show. Um to keep up with all the downtown Knoxville news, you can subscribe to our free Urban Knoxville newsletter that drops every Friday. You can subscribe to that at knoxnews.com newsletters manage. Or join our Urban Knoxville Facebook group to get in the conversation. We post stories and start discussions, and it's free to join. And as always, the Scruffy Stuff has been presented by Knox News. And 
If you do not support Knox News, uh, also, what are you doing? Knoxnews.com slash subscribe. That's where you can see all of our latest offers and sign up to get unlimited access to the awesome local journalism. Not just the downtown stuff that we're talking about. Stuff at UT, stuff about city government, features, profiles, podcasts, videos, photos. It's all there. Knoxnews.com slash subscribe is a place to get unlimited access. All of that to support local journalism today. And we appreciate your support. And like I said, we'll be back again on Monday.